0: Listening to Unpacking Injustice with the Montana Innocence Project. This podcast tells the real stories behind wrongful and unjust convictions and illuminates the complex issues responsible for making our criminal justice system unjust. Today, Montana Innocence Project client Kelly Worthen joins us on Zoom from Montana State Prison to discuss his first semester of college. Let's begin unpacking. Kelly has been wrongfully convicted for nearly two decades. Last fall, he and three other incarcerated people at MSP were accepted from a pool of about 75 applicants to get a four-year degree from Montana State University in Billings. In this episode, Kelly talks about the barriers for incarcerated college students and how this new journey has impacted his wrongful incarceration experience. Take a listen to our conversation. Could you begin by introducing yourself and your connection to the Montana Innocence Project? Well,
1: sure. My name is Kelly Worthen. Uh, I've been incarcerated for almost 20 years now, and uh, the whole time I've been uh fresh my innocence which i am and through the years i've been in constant contact with the innocence project trying to uh, get the representation and after several years the break came where they were able to represent me through and through the assistance of friends and family they uh, took a look at my case and was willing to take me on. I believe it was in 2019. I became a client of the Montana Instance Project.
0: Thank you. So today we're going to talk about your experience in college. You were, ex- you know, accepted, accepted to Montana State University.
1: In Is Billings. Right? In Billings. Yes.
0: Yeah. So we already kind of discussed this in an earlier story, but could you kind of briefly describe the process of getting into college as an incarcerated person?
1: Well, the process began by them announcing that they had this program that there's almost called the Second Chance Pell Grant program. And, uh, that you know, if you're interested in receiving a bachelor's of science in liberal studies or a associate's degree in business to send them a kite and they'd review it and see if you meet the qualifications, which I did fill out a kite saying, "Hey, I would really like to attend MSUB." Gave background reasons why I wanted to do it, and uh, and they screened me, and they said I was chosen for the next step, which I was, you know, surprised. So I went ahead and filled out the second chance Pell Grant FAFSA application and interviewed with the uh, with the college. You know, they had a little informal interview here at the prison with uh, the staff members at the college. And out, and then after that, I found out I was chosen out of uh, out of I believe over seventy five or so applicants. Uh, there was initially five of us that were chosen. Then it got whittled down to four, and then it got whittled down to the three of us that are actually attending right now, the first semester, of fall semester MSUV. and it's a great honor and privilege to be able to do that. Yeah. And and uh, my study, the program I chose was the. Bachelors of science, liberal studies, and uh, it's a four year bachelor program. So, and started out well, uh, first semester went well, uh, ended the, ended the semester, I believe with 4.0 grade average, you know, so pretty proud of that. (laughs) So uh, that's it. Yeah.
0: What are the logistics of going to college in prison?
1: Uh, here it it's all online. It's through their through their DTL programs called Desire to Learn online, and uh, we go up and we go to the computer lab and we sign on and we get our assignments and we work f- out of a textbook. We also have uh, lectures over Zoom, like like just like our interview here with uh, a professor there, our communication professor this semester. Mostly the weekly classes over uh, the logistics part of it is it's great because it's all mine. So it's not, the only problem is it's, uh, you don't get that college experience so much, I guess, and the interaction with other students. So you kind of miss out on that. You kind of miss the, the, the whole thought process through the lessons and stuff like that. It's your own interpretation and that's what you go with and you, I found myself questioning a lot of, am I doing this right? And I, You know, I don't have input from other students or or talk to the faculty on a one-on-one basis to make sure. So you're kind of always doubting yourself with your assignments a little bit, but apparently I did all right. <laughs> so that's the logistics of it. But it's a uh, the, the, the prison here has been very, uh, you know, co- accommodating. They're doing their part as much as I can. And I feel they're trying to do more. They're trying to find ways to accommodate it even more. And I look forward to, to them doing that. And I, you know, so.
0: So you never have an opportunity to engage with other students?
1: No, not at all. No, just, this my peer, you know, incarcerated students. That's it. Yeah.
0: Do you, do the three of you work together?
1: Uh, a little bit. Yeah. It's, we do a little bit, but the, the part is we're, we're in different Housing units, so it's kind of hard to, you know, the only time we do get to interact, and so, you know, and the college again has been very accommodating to our ser- circumstance where they they adjust the lesson or the the assignment to better fit our needs because some of their assignments were team based and they understand that we're not, you know, in that type of environment, so they kind of adjust it for our, you know, you know, it's it's equivalent to it's just not, you know, so.
0: What has been your favorite part and what has been maybe a challenging part?
1: The favorite part is just learning. I enjoy learning, uh, taking in the information. The most challenging part is meeting assignment deadlines and uh, having the correct tools available to us to complete the assignments. Uh, One of my biggest complaints was that we were doing a lot of double work as far as uh, we weren't, we didn't have access to a laptop or a computer like a normal student does all 24-7. We had limited two, three hours at a max time to have access. So we were spending that time typing, doing our, you know, papers that we wrote, you know, away from there. So we were spending a lot of that quality time that we could be using the computer to do research, source work. We were doing it, doing actual work for just typing. And that's one of the challenges I found. And another thing I you know, that I was, you know, it wasn't really hindered. It, it's just, you know, it was challenging. It was just, it makes you think outside the box about getting stuff done, I guess. So
0: can you tell us a little bit about the career that you had before you were wrongfully convicted and maybe what you hope this degree will lead to for you as um far as what you'll do with it?
1: Well before before coming to prison, I worked uh, mostly logistics, trucking industry, transportation. I was a broker, fleet manager. I uh, uh, Before that, I was in the military. And after leaving the military, I went straight to work for, uh, you know, transportation. I chose that field because it could take you anywhere, anywhere in the world, anywhere in the country. And everything needs to be moved, everything, you know. So, and I chose that field because of that reason, because it gave me an opportunity to go and relocate anywhere and uh also they kind of recruited me a little bit too they came to me read out uh a uh headhunting group called uh integrity recruiting came to me and offered me a position you know and didn't know if i would be interested in that so i uh i turned towards logistics transportation as a career field then also i also worked uh part-time in uh customer service type jobs sales i worked for uh a sporting goods company. And I really enjoyed that working with customers and selling products and, and, uh, there in Missoula there, I work for Bob Gordon Sons and, uh, I really enjoyed that. I enjoyed working with people. I really do. So yeah. Right now it's a bachelor's of science and liberal studies and it's, a, it's a bachelor's program. And that, what that does, it opens up doors for a lot of, uh, other areas, you know, from, being a teacher, history to psychology, sociology to criminal law, criminal justice, and uh, I want to pursue a degree in either three fields: either uh, either sociology, uh, criminology, you know, criminal justice, or uh, history. I haven't quite made up my mind yet because I'm a big history buff. So, yeah.
0: I could see you doing all of those things.
1: (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Thank you.
0: What opportunities would there be after getting your degree to have to use your degree?
1: You know, being incarcerated far as helping fellow inmates, I don't know, just how to help people. You know, that's the biggest thing. You know, a sociology degree would help you understand people better and how groups interact and how individuals interact within a group. You know, and. I think that would really help you understand your fellow man, you know? So that's, yeah, that's where sociology, and I've always been interested in sociology. People have always been a people watcher, I guess, the <laughs> way. But I just want to be a professional people watcher. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, hopefully you'll get to use your degree outside yeah. of prison.
1: <laughs> but uh, I believe I will. I believe so. So, yeah.
0: How has being in college impacted your experience with wrongful incarceration?
1: It's a it's a double edged sword. Uh, first of all, it gives you a connection to the outside world. It gives you and you know a view at it. It makes you feel human. It makes you feel like you're important. While you're doing it? You know you got a purpose. You got something to focus on. But on the the backside is the other side of the sword. On you know, the other edge is when you leave there, you're snapped back into reality. You're incarcerated, and uh, you're missing out on so much out there. You know the again the, the college experience. You're missing out on that. You know, yeah, you're going to college, but you're not going to college. You know, you're. But again, I'm still. Don't get me wrong. I'm still grateful for it. But but that is the part about being incarcerated it's a uh, it's kind of a double-edged sword the prison here they're doing what they can to try to accommodate that and uh i think they're i think they'll work more towards doing that because i think they'll see the positive of it for me it's i mean and for other people uh there's one individual that's enrolled in the class I've, i've seen a positive change before they were kind of a. They didn't care what they did how they did it where, who they affected but since they've been in this they've found an importance and they've understood the, the importance of this so it's modified their behavior quite a bit so and that's the positive of it so I think more people that had this opportunity and were enrolled in it I think it would change their behavior and their outlook because it gives them purpose it gives them something to look forward to and instead of you know the right path instead, you know, instead of the wrong path that's a positive about college. A <laughs> In incarcerated <laughs> college.
0: So tell me what classes you took.
1: Well, this semester we took, we took three. Uh, I took uh, general. Uh, it, they're all prereqs for any MSUB student. And they were uh, introduction to business, introduction to computers, and, uh, and, uh, and a communications class, human relations communications and they're all fun classes. Computer class was a little, little so, slow start because of the applications. You know, we were kind of limited there, but still learned a lot through that class. The business class was great. I learned a lot there also. I, even though it was an introduction, level one classes, you know, there you still learned a lot. And I enjoyed them all. And uh look forward to the next semester what classes I get to take. So since it's a liberal studies, general liberal studies class, you know, it's, you know they're doing it. So. They decide our classes for us.
0: What is your favorite thing that you learned this semester?
1: The favorite thing I learned was uh, the office suite on computers. I mean, this the this, <laughs> this the the amount of stuff that you can do, the presentations you can make. I mean, uh, each class I had something favorite I learned in it. In my in my business class, you know, I learned a lot about the financial. I you know, I did two, two two papers, one on the the 2008 financial crisis, even after reading stacks of research, I still don't understand that completely. <laughs> and then uh, did a paper on uh, this, the Federal Reserve System. And I learned a lot and uh, got to understand how things work a little bit more in our overall economy. And that's, what I really got a lot out of that. So, and the communications class, I just learned how to deal with people more, you know,
0: is there anything else you want to share?
1: Yeah, it's, it's just been an awesome experience. I, I'm, I'm grateful for it, and I can't wait to uh, go further with it in here or out on the streets. Definitely, if I was to walk out here to the to gate tomorrow, of uh, the prison, I would definitely continue a higher education. I'd have other things priority, but I would still keep college very high priority.
0: Well, thank you so much for this conversation.
1: Well, thank you, Randy.
0: Is a Montana Innocence Project's podcast. The artwork was created by Rob Truax and the music was composed by Corey Fay. To learn more about the Montana Innocence Project, visit our website, mtinnocenceproject.org, or follow us on social media at Big Sky Innocence. To submit a case, visit our website and click on the Request Legal Assistance tab. Thank you for unpacking injustice with the Montana Innocence Project.